Welcome to the Light Coast Podcast, where we use God's Word to bring light to matters that affect believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Minister Joseph Parker, and I hope to encourage you to live out your faith in Christ victoriously. Every believer in the Lord Jesus has a new status. If you put your faith in the Son of God, salvation is yours. You are no longer a sinner, but a child of God. As is written in John chapter 1, verse 12, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Being a child of God sets one free from the power of sin, so they can live for God. It says in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Even though this is true, how can a believer get entangled in sin? Why is it a struggle to do what is right? If the believer is saved from sin, why can the believer have the temptation to sin? Today, the focus is understanding sin in the believer's life and resisting it. With the Lord's help, we can learn to fight the temptation to sin. Let's start with the definition. Sin is defined by the Word of God, which says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 17, it says, All unrighteousness is sin. According to the Word of God, sin is doing what is contrary to God's standard of what is right. It is literally wrongdoing. Humanity has a nature drawn to do wrong, called the flesh, or the sinful nature. Though liberated from the control of the sinful nature, a Christian can still struggle with it. It can dominate a follower of Christ if the believer yields to it. We're given a list of some of the acts of the sinful nature in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to verse 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Even though the flesh, aka the sinful nature, is not the believer's master, it can make an appeal to sin. That appeal to sin is temptation. We learn how temptation leads to sin in the epistle of James, chapter 1, verse 12 to verse 15. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, 
it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Have you ever found yourself struggling against the temptation to sin? Do you find it challenging to resist and sometimes give in? Are you yielding to ungodly behavior? If so, know that you already have the victory to overcome the temptation to sin. As a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the victory to overcome by faith. Faith without works is dead. Is your faith working? If your faith is not working, activate it with the word of God. It says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Build your faith up in the word so your spirit is empowered to live for God and resist the simple nature's appeal to sin. That's temptation. Every follower of Christ must understand this because it is essential in fighting the good fight of faith. Take it from the word of God in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to verse 18. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The spirit gives the believer inner resistance against sin because it empowers the believer to live godly. If you, the follower of Christ, lack that resistance, spend continue, continual and habitual time in the word of God. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to verse 17, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The reason many believers have an intense struggle against the temptation to sin is the spirit in them is weak, but the sinful nature is well fed. Much in this world feeds the sinful nature, like other people, books, internet, television, movies, and other media. Are you getting built up in the world or the word? You will know the answer when the temptation comes. Clothe yourself with Christ, with the word of God. Do not empower this sinful nature with anything. That is according to Romans chapter 13, verse 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Understand that opposition does not come just from the sinful nature, but also the evil one. He can come in different ways under different forms in an attempt to ensnare believers. It says in John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes but not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. Every follower of Christ must be watchful, as is written in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. In light of this, every Christian must do what it says in James chapter 5, verse 8. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Notice how it says we resist the enemy by obeying God. We cannot overcome the evil one by going our own way, but walking in obedience to God 
according to his word. We have an example for us to follow in resisting the enemy. There's a lot we can learn in how the Lord Jesus himself responded to temptation in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, commanded these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. There are some important insights to gain from the Lord's temptation based on the details given. Consider when the temptation came to Jesus. It was after the Lord had already been fasting in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights. When temptation comes, it tends to be an unexpected time when you are in a weakened state. The Lord's body yearned for food to nourish him physically. Yet the Lord did not rely on physical strength to resist temptation. This is an important insight to remember. You must not rely on yourself to overcome temptation. Every appeal the devil made to the Lord was through deception to cause him to stumble. Yet the Lord did not stumble because he stood firmly on the truth of God's word. That is essential for us to understand when temptation comes to lead you astray. The Lord countered the temptation with truth that he drew out with confidence. He had a firm grasp of that truth because it was already in his heart. As believers, we must have the word in us to resist any appeal to sin. As it is written in Psalm 119 verse 11, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. The word of God gave the Lord Jesus inner resistance to remain obedient to God and reject sin. It can do the same for you, follower of Christ, if you commit time to knowing the word. Make it a priority in your own life to study the scriptures. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth. Jesus countered every temptation with a specific scripture that addressed it. In whatever way you are tempted, there is a scripture to give you strength to stand against it. It is essential that you arm yourself with weapons to fight and ensure victory. Always be ready for battle. As stated earlier, 
You cannot rely on yourself to overcome the allure to sin. You need God there with you. Along with scripture to strengthen your spirit, you need prayer. Prayer can keep temptation from overtaking you. Consider these words the Lord gave to his disciples, which applies to his modern day disciples. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Prayer invites God in on the scene. You have the assurance of victory with the Lord's aid. He will give you a way to break through temptation. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Go forward as a follower of Christ, equipped to fight, so you can live victoriously in Jesus' name. Living the Christian life is not easy. At times, you may feel like there is a coordinated assault coming from the evil world system, the sinful nature, and the evil one. You can try to resist on your own, but defeat is certain because human strength is severely limited. Daily arm yourself with the word and stay connected to God in prayer. Remember that the battle is the Lord's. Together with God, you can fight the temptation to sin and win. Before I close with a word of prayer, I have a final scripture in the New Living Translation. It is in Romans chapter 6, verse 12 to verse 13. I encourage you to hide it in your heart and let it guide you as you live out your faith. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, great are you and worthy be praise. You are the everlasting God. You are the great God, Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You're El Shaddai, the almighty God, who's all-sufficient, able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. We come boldly for your thunder grace. I want to ask you to forgive us for our shortcomings, Lord God. We don't always get it right. Sometimes we fall prey to sin. Sometimes we give in out of our own choice. But you said in your word, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. Create us a pure heart, O God, and renew us a right spirit. Thank you for being our Jehovah Jireh, supplying our needs according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We have everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of your Son. Thank you for all manner of provision we have by your grace. Food to eat, clothes to wear, shelter, love, and family. Thank you for your word, which is lent to our feet and light to our path. It is the offensive weapon we need, which is the sword of the Spirit, to wage warfare against the enemy. That is the devil. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, the help you sent to guide us to all truth. And above all, thank you for loving us so much. You sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to pay for our sins, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to riches of your grace. Father God, I just pray that you empower us to just remain strong in you, to live a godly life in a crooked and perverse generation. There is much evil in this world, and there are many temptations coming from all sides. But Lord God, you have given us what we need to be victorious. But sometimes we can forget, Father. So 
Help us see to it that we are thoroughly equipped, Father, to fight the temptation of sin. Help us to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And I pray, Lord, if there's anyone in here that's addicted to any ungodly behavior, whatever it may be, Father, help them to embrace who they are in Christ, to understand they've been set free when Christ died on the cross to pay for their sins. The blood he dropped was to cover them. And that resurrection life that brought him back to life is there available for them to walk in victory in Christ Jesus. Help us, Father, to continue to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I pray that you empower us to continue to be strong in you and the power of your might, remembering that the battle is yours. I pray that you bless us indeed, enlarge our territory. May your hand be upon us, keep us from evil, and may it not cause us pain. And I pray, Lord, that we do what we can to live a godly life so that others can see us and they can come to us and we can give them the reason for the hope we have. And we can tell them it's because of Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I thank you, Father. May our strength equal our days and may our days belong to prosperous. Now let the words of our mouth and meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Light Post Podcast a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube.